Welcome to Amplifying Leadership and Tip Thursday with Tara. I am Tara Lehman, a partner, coach, and consultant at Twin Life Coaching and Business Services, of which Amplifying Leadership is our leadership hub. I hope to bring you some information or a key takeaway you can use to build, enhance, or grow your leadership skills with Tip Thursday with Tara. So let's say you received the email and it simply stated, come to my office, we need to talk. And it's from your manager or your leader. Now you panic. What does this mean exactly? Did I do something wrong? Am I being reprimanded? Or am I being fired? What did I do? And this panic could be for nothing at all or no reason at all. As leaders, we need to pay attention to the words in emails. Sometimes they are misrepresented or misinterpreted by the reader. So if instead you're the person receiving this, you know, email, if the leader actually called you or walked over to talk to you in person and said, hey, come to my office, we need to talk. It could possibly mean something else. And you can hear the difference between them. The one that I say, you know, hey, come come to my office, we need to talk, sounds a lot more friendly and inviting than an email that says the exact same thing. We need to remember that email is just mostly words. Sometimes there's a report or a picture attached, but email is words and words can easily be misinterpreted. Why? Because there's no intonation, for example. You don't get to see the expression of the person's face when they're talking. So you could take that simple, come to my office, we need to talk as a panic mode thing. And of course, with an email that stews, right? Because, oh, they sent it three hours ago and I haven't come to the office yet. Whereas if a leader goes over and does the same thing, it can be more immediate. You don't have time to worry about the panics and, and all of those things that are going on. So as leaders, we should try to use our voice over email where possible. Yes, it's not always possible. So if you must send that email, maybe it's 10 o'clock at night and you're going to be sending it in the morning, but you want to get it written and scheduled, try to be very specific and detailed. So, you know, let's use our same example. It could be that my email now says, hi, Tara, can you come to my office? We need to talk about the big presentation tomorrow and how we can win this customer. That sends a lot less panic to your people instead of just saying, hey, come to my office, we need to talk. Yes, you need them to come to their your office and yes, you need to talk. But when you add more details and you're more specific, it absolutely can tell them that, oh, I don't need to panic. This is about the presentation. Or maybe it gives them a different type of panic or stress. My point being that email can be easily misinterpreted as it's just words on a piece of paper. Everybody can read words with different perceptions and perceptions can be different with literally every single person. So if you do have to send that that email, try to be as specific as you can, but also know who you're sending it to, as in know your audience. We all communicate differently and we all need to be communicated to in different ways. If you know you're sending it to Tara, who generally panics about, you know, uh, that she's going to be reprimanded for something because that's a natural worry for her, then you do want to make sure that if that's not what it's about, that you give that additional detail, such as it's about the big presentation. Let's, you know, let's work on this so we can win the customer. 
If you're on the receiving end of this type of email, remember not to panic or make any assumptions. If you're worried that it could be something, you know, that you're going to be reprimanded for, really think about is that even a realistic thing to think? Okay, things you could ask yourself. You know, did I, you know, did I do anything in the recent or is it in my mind? Okay, most times it's in our mind or we hearing the rumors in the rumor mill that I talked about in a previous tip Thursday, where we might think things are closing or there's layoffs coming and now I'm panicking on one of them. So if you um, get that email, don't make assumptions, don't panic. If you're worried, you could try saying something like, so what I'm hearing you say is, or in the case of our email, you could reply saying, I'm on my way, is there anything that I should bring? Better, of course, to do that with a phone call or with your voice in person. But if you have to reply via email, this at least allows you a little bit more because that leader might say, yes, can you bring the presentation for tomorrow? We need to review it. Why panic when you don't know if there's anything to worry about? Remember, words that are written in emails have no intonation, so they can be easily misread. Very, very important to remember that when writing emails. Wherever possible, remember, call or walk over. Our voice is better than words all the time. And it's much easier and you can come across in the way that you really want to come across in. We live in a world where some people are getting 500 emails a day. They could easily misinterpret or even miss your emails. Using our voice, picking up the phone like the good old days can actually be very helpful in not only communicating in the way that you wish to be communicating and to understand and be understood, but also building those relationships, especially if you're remote or hybrid. Words are words. Misinterpreting them is extremely easy. You have probably done this before. Communicate for the person you're sending the email to. And remember, if you are sending an email, ensure it is written for that person and the way that they communicate. If you are sending it to a large group, which does happen with reports or meeting requests, etc., keep the email simple and easy to understand. Again, if you're unsure about this, especially when sending that big group, try having someone, perhaps a coworker, fellow leader, to read the email and ask how they interpret it. There's no harm in doing this. And trust me, most leaders have done this, especially with those larger group emails. There's no shame in it. It's an easy thing that you can do. Hey, Tara, I've got an email I need to send. Can you just take a quick peek, make sure I'm coming across correctly? If you're in doubt, always seek that help, even as a leader, because we want to be communicating so that we are being understood, but also so others can understand us. That's our tip for this week. As a reminder, our Amplifying Leadership community is out there to support leaders so you can belong to a community of individuals who believe in leadership and all that comes with it. You can find out more about this and all of our leadership services at amplifyingleadership.ca, a twin life coaching and business services division. To see all about us, you can find us on various uh, various social medias, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube as Twin Life Coaching and Business Services. YouTube handle is at Twin Life Coaching. Until next time, please be safe and be an amazing leader or leader to